Welcome to Divine Reclamation, the podcast, a space for all women to remember their magic, align with their inner cosmic warrior, and tap into the divine within. Join me here weekly for inspiring, gritty, and sometimes taboo discussions on all things spirituality, mental health, growth, and creating wealth. I am your host, Caroline the Divine, a women's breakthrough manifestation coach, mental health advocate, and believer in miracles. Welcome to Divine Reclamation, the podcast. Welcome back to Divine Reclamation, the podcast. This is the money episode. (laughs) Yes, we have been on such a money kick lately, and I fucking love it. So this is episode seven, lucky number seven, which I felt like was so fitting for our topic today. More money, please. More money, please is the name of the episode because I just felt like that was so fitting, right? I know I say that to myself all the time. Like, I want more, please. Uh, So here's the thing with money. Money is the common denominator in all of our lives. Is it not? I mean, no matter where you are in the world, somehow money and economy is a part of your life. It's something that we all want more of, yet we have this love-hate relationship with it. We love it when we have it, and we hate it when we don't have enough. And even sometimes when we have too much It can create anxiety and fear around losing it, right? Oh, that's the biggest fear. What if I get all this money and then I lose it? Totally. So we end up getting caught up in the stress, in the fear around money, where it becomes something that we have resentment and bitterness towards. So in today's episode, I'm going to break down the top ways that we sabotage our financial prosperity and easy ways to start shifting your energy around money so you can be more abundant and have fun with money. Oh, I cannot stress that enough. Have fun with your money, okay? I personally believe that when we approach life with playfulness, we always always get the maximum benefit of what we're doing, whatever that is. If you're building a business, have fun with it. If you're working a job, have fun with it. Being a parent, have fun with it. Find ways to have fun again. It's okay, right? Even though we're adults, like we don't have to be boring and serious and responsible all the time. That is like not even a life that I want to live, right? Have fun. So. Also, if you like what you hear in this episode and you're ready to take your money life to the next level, next Thursday, August 27th, I am holding an exclusive masterclass called Money Honey, where I will give you the powerful energy shifts to make the universe your metaphorical sugar daddy. Because here's the thing. The universe always wants to pay you. Always. The universe has cash in hand ready to give it all to you 
with no strings attached. All you need to do is align your energy and your worthiness to allow that prosperity to flow in. So if you're ready to take that journey, you're like, hell yes, girl, I want more money in my life. (laughs) Absolutely. I feel that. I know we all do. So if you are ready to take that journey, definitely sign up for this masterclass. We are going to be doing a powerful workshop followed by a live energy healing. Oh, it's so magical. And I fully trust and believe that everyone who attends this course will start manifesting money quickly and will forever change their money situation. It's $33 to join. And I promise you that that small energetic exchange will be returned to you exponentially. You can sign up through the links on my social media or feel free to message me and I will shoot you the sign up link. I'm also going to put it in the description of this podcast, but know that if you're listening to this past August 27th, I am so sorry, but it is too late. You have missed it, Um, but definitely get in contact with me. I do live classes all the time um, and it's just a lot of fun. So I hope to see you there. It's going to be great. So, okay. Let's get into today's episode. I love money. Let's just start there. I love money. It's so fun. It's so exciting to make and spend. But I didn't always have a good relationship with money. Like, quite the opposite. So, I literally, I used to get anxiety opening my banking app. I had so much fear around money. I had so, listen to this, I had so many debt collectors calling me, it was literally an all-day event just forwarding their call to voicemail. (laughs) Literally. I mean, you know I wasn't going to answer that call. I'm not answering that shit, no. Uh, So here's this other time. I, I was at the grocery store. And this was long after I would, like, had gotten out of my financial hole, right? This is when I had money. But I was paying at the register and my card was in the little terminal thingy, right? Like I put the little chip in there and it made that satisfying little noise, you know, when the transaction goes through and it was like, you know, boo-doop, like that little noise it makes, doo-doop. And under my breath, I said, thank God. It was such a weird moment for me. Because I realized at that time, like I said, at that time I was financially stable. Like there was money in the bank. Like why was I subconsciously having this stress about this transaction going through? Oh, but it was a huge reflection for me of how deep that money fear was ingrained in me. It was a habit. Oh, so the first thing, the first thing that we do to create more abundance in our lives is we have to take the fear out of money. We have to take it off the pedestal. We have to stop exalting it as this all-powerful, untouchable thing. Because what does that do? It creates separation. It literally makes it impossible for more money to come into your experience Because energetically, you're creating distance between you and the thing that you want. So 
you know, maybe you're thinking, you're like, how can I not be fearful? (laughs) I've got real bills. I've got real debt. I have expenses. And that is stressful. I, I understand. Okay. I totally understand out of anyone. Like I said, I had the biggest money struggle for the longest time. Money was such a block in my life. And I, I, oh, I spent years, <laughs> y'all, I spent years living this money story. Okay. So let's say we're going to use an example. Let's say you've got a bill due or some kind of expense or whatever. You're wanting to buy something, whatever it is. And you're thinking, holy fuck, how am I going to come up with this money? Oh, this is terrible. I can't afford it. Oh, and you're stressed about it and you're thinking about it and you're thinking of all the options and you're, you're, you're pulling out any freaking trick that you have to make this money magically appear. And you're just like generally freaking out and feeling all the panic and anxiety. So this is actually what we know. We know that you freaking out has zero positive effect on getting that bill paid, right? It has zero. In fact, having that stress actually blocks you from other creative ways that that money could come through into your life. We think that when we have stress, we have control, but it's not true, right? So we think by being all stressed out about the bills and having it run through our mind a million times an hour that we're actually doing something to get it paid. No, you're not. (laughs) Literally not. Like, sure, sometimes it may work out, but guess what? You're fucking exhausted after all that. You're exhausted. You're depleted. It doesn't feel good. And by having that stress, you're creating more roadblocks to getting that bill paid. It would be so much easier to just manifest it. I'm so serious. So here's the delusion that we are operating out of. We think this is one of our foundational delusions. Okay, so listen to this. This is one of the foundational ones. We think once I get that pay raise, Once that settlement comes through, once I pay off that debt, then I'll let myself be happy. Then I'll let myself be stress-free, right? We think that we have to have the thing first before we can have the good feelings. But it's actually the other way around, right? Energy doesn't work that way. Everything in this planet, listen to this carefully, even like rewind it and listen to it a few times because it's so important that you grasp this topic. Everything moves from the non physical into the physical. And by using our energy, our emotions, and our thoughts, right? These are just non physical potential energy we create the outcomes that we're an energetic match for. So it's not good or bad. It's not anything. It's not negative or positive. It just is. It's whatever we're a match for. Okay, so some part of us is an energetic match for stress. Some part of us is an energetic match for debt. And so we have to stop making ourselves be available to that. Right? I'm unavailable for that stress. I'm unavailable for that debt. That is not a part of my life. I energetically reject that. No, thank you. So if you're vibrating at a level of financial fear, guess what you're creating? 
more financial fear. If you feel like financial prosperity is untouchable, then guess what? It will be. So the first step I take with my clients, this is the very first thing I do straight out the gate. First thing that I do, we build a vision of your ideal life. We build a vision. We go into detail. What will your home look like? What will your relationships look like? What will you look like? What will you do for fun? What will your lifestyle be? Right? We go into the nitty gritty of writing out your vision. Because when we bring an image to our minds, we begin to feel the emotion of what we're thinking about. Right? I mean, don't you ever like have a memory pop up and maybe it's not a good memory and you're like, oh God, why am I thinking about that? And it literally makes you feel kind of gross. You're like, oh shit, get that out of my mind, right? We immediately feel the feeling when we bring something to our mind. So that emotion creates momentum towards that thing. It just does. You're thinking about it. You're an energetic match for it. Like, have you <laughs> have you ever thought, um, like, maybe you're out on a date or you're out with your friends and you're thinking, oh, my God, I just hope I don't run into my ex tonight. And that's the thing you're thinking of. You're like, God, please, Lord, I do not want to bump into him tonight. And you just have that feeling that you're going to, though. And then you do. And then you see him or her or whatever. And you, you see them over there and you're like, oh, shit, I knew it, right? You attracted it to you. <laughs> you attracted it to you. So you can do this with anything, with money, with anything. So let's say, for example, you want a venti caramel macchiato right now. Okay, that's what you want. I might be projecting. This is like kind of what I want. <laughs> but think about it. Think about that venti caramel macchiato. Mm. Think about the flavor. Think of, do you want it hot? Do you want it iced? Do you want caramel drizzle on it or no drizzle? Think about the overly friendly Starbucks barista that draws that little smiley face on your cup and misspells your name. Okay, like really bring yourself into the experience. So I bet some of you, just from listening to that, are going to manifest a coffee. So if you do, let me know. DM me. I want to know if that worked. Uh, <laughs> but the vision is where our magic lies. We can access this vision anytime, right? We always have our minds with us. We, we always have that ability to visualize. So if you start feeling negative or you start feeling overwhelmed with your life, take just like a mini mind vacation. Go to a, a mini mind vacation Go to your vision, go to that future you where you're successful, where you have no stress in your life, where you are financially abundant, where you have that house, where you have a maid who comes and do, does your laundry so you don't have to freaking have <laughs> laundry mountains in your bedroom, okay? Whatever, like bring yourself to that place. It's so powerful. And it's so powerful to create a vision 
um, that's a full vision, right? Like sometimes we'll create a vision just about one area of our life. We're like, oh, I have a vision of my future spouse. And like, I'm thinking about that person right now. But we're neglecting all the other shit in our lives. And like, that's not really how it works. Because when there's other parts of your life that are out of alignment, that vision is not going to be as powerful because the universe is going to say, hey, girlfriend, wait a second. Uh, You need to be making a vision for that low self-esteem because we can't align you with, you know, Mr. Miss Perfect when you are like treating yourself like shit. Right. So it's important that we have a full bodied vision of every detail of our lives and plus it's just exciting to make so my I actually have a mini course that does this exact thing it's incredible um it is called the abundant life blueprint amazing it's so fun go check it out for real this course walks you through creating a magnetic vision that's emotionally charged remember our emotions are our energy so we want a vision that is emotionally charged And it comes with uh, two meditations and an energy clearing tapping session. So definitely go check that out. It's totally worth the $22. So creating a vision of what you want is the easiest shortcut to break through self-destructive energy and starts attracting you to all the things that you deeply desire almost instantly. Another little trick. I'm going to give you this little hack, okay? Start asking yourself, How can I recreate the feeling of my vision on a smaller scale? So let's say that you want um, you want a house on the ocean. All right. Beachfront property. It's freaking beautiful. Um, You can see it in your mind. If that's your vision. Go buy yourself a beach scented candle. Make the wallpaper on your phone a beautiful picture of palm trees. Start looking up houses on Zillow and bookmark them. Even that little momentum, that little momentum forward, will start bringing it all into your reality. When we visualize and embody the feeling of already having it, it releases the fear and it drops the resistance to receiving. This is huge, okay? We're going to talk about receiving. This is so huge. Um, so this this leads us to the second money myth that we're going to bust through today. The myth that we have to work hard and it has to be a struggle. We are so freaking addicted to the struggle story. It's crazy. Even in movies, we see this like unlikely hero who's kind of a nerd and has all this fucking bad stuff happen, like maybe their parents die and like all this tragedy and and horrible stuff, um, you know, and, and then they finally succeed, right? That's the victory. That's the story. But it's also deeply ingrained in our society that we have to struggle before we can succeed. It's a lie. It is a lie. That is a lie. So last week, I was holding a um, it was a women's workshop and we were talking about writing their new abundant story. Right. They were writing new stories about their their lives and their relationships and uh, their money and everything. So we're writing this new story. And one woman was telling her story to the group. And she said um, she said, 
I'm going to work hard and my business will be successful. And I knew her intention. I knew her intention, what she meant. But I asked her, are you sure that's what you really want? You really want to have to work hard for it? Or do you want it to come to you easily? Because we have the choice and how it all unfolds. She thought about it for a second. And she noticed that her internal beliefs were actually aligned with struggle. So why is that? Why do we think it has to be tough? In all reality, this mindset is anchored in deep feelings of unworthiness. We are stuck in this hamster wheel of proving our value, proving that we're deserving, proving that we've earned it. And only once we feel worthy will we allow ourselves to receive. So let's talk about receiving. Just as a generalized concept, are you comfortable receiving when someone gives you a compliment, when someone gives you a gift? What about when they offer to help you with something? Maybe you're moving and they're like, oh, I'll help you move. Do you feel uncomfortable? Do you feel like a burden on other people for having needs? Does it make you feel undeserving? This is the root of most money fear. We feel undeserving. So what can we do to start shifting this unworthiness? I highly, 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 highly recommend root chakra and sacral chakra healing. So the root chakra is what allows us to feel grounded and supported, like financial support, right? Money supports us in our lives. That's part of the root chakra. And the sacral chakra is all about receiving and being pampered and and being cared for and being nurtured. If you think of the womb, right? This is where the sacral chakra is, is in the womb space. So if you think of the womb, it receives It receives genetic information. It performs its alchemy. It multiplies the energy and it brings forth life. We are so powerful, you guys. And by no coincidence, this is the same experience that we wish to have with money. We want to bring it in. We want to multiply it and we want to birth new things like a business, like a vacation, like a new house. It's the same process. It's the same energy. So honestly, I'm not going to go too much further into chakra healing um, as like, honestly, we could just do a whole freaking episode on that and we will be soon. Okay, I've got chakra stuff in the works, so I'm excited to take that journey with you. Uh, But if you're feeling like this is something that you want to start doing is diving into your chakras because it's such powerful work, um, hit me up. I, I do offer a free consultation call. It's a 40-minute call if you've never worked with me before, okay? That's the little disclaimer. If you've never worked with me before, um, the first call is free. It's amazing. I, I freaking love doing free consultations, and I know 
I will definitely probably get to a place in my business where I'm not really able to do that anymore um, just because I'll have so many people. But for now, I am still still offering it. So let's recap. Let's recap a little bit. So number one, take the money off the pedestal. Bring it into your reach. Number two, release the fear around your finances and start consciously channeling what you actually want. Feel the feeling of having it. Number three, build a magnetic vision that excites you. And the Abundant Life Blueprint will definitely help you take the guesswork out of that. So go check that out. I I love that little course. It's a mini course, but it's good. Uh, And with that vision, start recreating little ways like buying a beach candle that you can start bringing that into your reality now. Number four, drop the struggle story. It does not have to be challenging. You're worthy just the way you are. You literally don't have to lift a finger to be deserving of all of the riches in the world. Number five, be open to receiving. Allow the help. Allow the connection with other people. Allow yourself to be pampered. And starting your chakra healing journey is a really powerful practice to begin and will heal that energy at the core. So I will leave you with this. I want you to create your vision. Think of the house. Think of the income. Think of the car. Think of your business. Think of that cute little hot yoga studio right around the corner that you are going to be a member of. They're going to know your name. Right. Every time you walk in, oh, hey, so and so, what's up, girl? Come on in. We've got your towel ready. Like, whatever. Okay. Think of the lifestyle. Fully bring yourself there. Bring it to your mind right now. Can you feel? Can you feel it? Then I want you to say, This is my new normal. This is just everyday life for me. This is just how I live. How does that feel? It's no big deal. It ain't a thing, right? Start telling yourself that. This is not some like, uh, you know, I think sometimes when we create visions or we create like, uh, you know, dreams or things like that, they seem like such a like unattainable thing. It's like, oh, that's my highest dream. If I could only one day maybe reach that dream, but it's going to take a zillion years and I'm going to have pain and tragedy and bullshit that happens Uh, like (laughs) no that's not what we want right so we've got to stop exalting our dreams up on this freaking pedestal and let's start making it our normal everyday life like it's not a big deal right oh I got paid fifty thousand dollars not a big deal that's just normal I'll just toss that in the pile of my other fifty thousand dollar checks like I'm so serious this is the attitude that I want you to start having okay this is my new normal this is my new normal And when we say, when we tell ourselves, this is my new normal, we drop the resistance of not having it. And what I mean by that is when we have, again, when we have a dream, when we have a vision and um, we 
we are exalting it, right? We're putting it up on that pedestal as this high, unattainable, unreachable thing. What we're bringing attention to is the fact that we don't have it, right? That's exactly what happens. We're like, oh, it's that big dream and my life's not like that now. And but one day it will be, but it's not now. And like we get hung up in this thing of like trying to get there. And that's that like destination, um, you know, like we're just hooked on that that destination mindset instead of allowing it into our experience now. Right. So when we say this is my new normal. We drop the resistance. It's not bringing focus to the fact that we don't have it yet. In fact, we're saying, hell yeah, I have it. I, I have so much of this prosperity and amazingness that it doesn't even phase me anymore because it's just a part of my life. It's just a part of how I live. Okay, really cool stuff. I know these are like little mind tweaks and um, just little ways to start shifting our energy around money. Um, you know, and kind of I'll go back to my money story. So, yeah, money terrified the shit out of me for the longest time even when I would come into contact with a large chunk of money like let's say uh like one time I got a check this is back when I wasn't doing so so hot in the financial department but I got this check for five thousand dollars and that was huge I was like oh okay I have five thousand dollars um hmm what do I do with that (laughs) right and uh like there were two sides of me. Part of me, I wanted to not even ever spend a penny of it. Never wanted to even spend a fucking penny of that money. Why? Because I was so terrified to lose it all. Right? I thought once I spent that one penny, oh, it's just going to fuck everything up. I'm just going to lose it. Right? I spend one penny and then the next and then $5,000 later, it's all gone. And that's the fear. That's the fear that keeps us stuck with money. Um, then there was the other side of me that I wanted to spend it all that day, right? And and not even like on shopping and stuff, but like pay the bills, pay the debt, pay all the stuff, pay everything that's waiting, right? I thought that if I, I paid everything, then at least the money went somewhere good and I did the right thing with it. But either way, it's right? Um, so. I will tell you the biggest thing that I learned with money, one of the biggest things that helped transform my money journey, I had to stop hanging on to money with a freaking death grip. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Like I said, with that $5,000, I don't even want to spend a penny of it. And then we hang on to it and we're like, I am going to hang on to this so tightly and I'm going to put it in my savings account, and I'm going to do all this uh, responsible stuff with it. Okay, but that's not fun. And here's the thing, is that when we save our money, right, like we were taught to do, to be good, responsible adults, you have to save, okay? Uh, But when we do that, we're actually building up a lot of fear and anxiety around our money. And, you know, like people say, like saving up for an emergency. It's like, why the fuck do you want an emergency? (laughs) Like, why are you saving up for an emergency? Don't do that. (laughs) Like build cash overflow in your life so you can have fun with it. And then when when shit happens in our lives, you'll have money there to take care of it. But by God, please do not save your money like that because um, it, it just it has the reverse effect. 
By saving up for an emergency, you are therefore inviting an emergency into your life. Okay? <laughs> um, so I know this stuff seems kind of backwards, but it's really not when we think about it. It actually makes very like intuitive sense. Um, okay, so that was the first one. I had to stop giving my money the death grip. I had to start allowing myself to spend money on things that make me happy, on fun things. And, and, and why is that? Well, that's because I want to do that more. I want more of that. I want to be able to spend my money on more fun things. I want to spend my money on more vacations, right? I want to spend my money on getting my hair done, getting my nails done. I want to spend my money on investing in my business. So guess what? If I can do that now, if I can create that reality for myself now, even in a small capacity, remember, even if it's in a baby step, that is going to start creating the energy in my life of having more money so I can do those things more. Because here's what we don't understand. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one other thing that really helped me in my money journey is I had to stop thinking of money as mine. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> I had to stop thinking of money as mine, right? Because we do that. Ooh, once we get some money, we're like, that's my money, right? That's my fucking money. <laughs> and we just like every dollar, every penny that's in our account, that's ours and it's accounted for and we know it and we take ownership of it. Okay. But again, that sort of obsessive, rigid energy is going to repel money, right? Think about, uh, like, <laughs> think about, have you ever dated someone who was just like up your ass all the time and they were suffocating and they they like were so obsessed with you and so clingy and so all over you all the time needing all of your attention? What did that make you want to do? Made you want to run the other way? Or think about this. And I know I know y'all can relate to this. That old creepy guy on your Facebook who continues to shoot you a message every three to six months um, for like the past several years. And he'll just say like, hey, or he'll send a wave, right? Joe Blow is waving at you. <laughs> okay. It makes you want to fucking run. Why? Because it's desperate. It's desperate energy. And so we have to get out of that desperate energy around our money. Wealth and abundance is your birthright. It's your birthright. All right. That money is not yours per se. So let's think about this. What if I just thought of money as something that that I used? Right? Like water. Like when you are taking a shower, you're not thinking, that's my water. That's my water coming out of that freaking shower head. No. Like no one thinks that. And if you do, Okay, we have some stuff to talk about, like sign up for a session. <laughs> but we don't think of it that way. Why? Because water is plentiful and we know whenever we need it, we can just turn on that shower head. So I want you to start thinking of money as the same way. I have access to it whenever. I know that it's not going anywhere. I trust and believe that I'm going to have more of it. And the more I spend, the more I make. And that's the type of flow that we want in our lives around money. So we've got to get out of that desperation mindset 
Stop being desperate for it. Stop being a victim of money. Start having fun with it. Start taking ownership of it. Right? Turn on that money shower, girl. This is your time. Okay? There is nothing special that I have. Right? Don't get me wrong. I think that I'm special. I love myself. But there's nothing uniquely different about me that I have compared to anyone else out there. And if I could take myself from being homeless, literally, living in poverty, on government assistance, living off of $200 a month with a child, I'm not even kidding. If I can take myself from that to now having a six-figure business, you can do this. You can do this. Okay? It's not impossible. I promise you that. And the only thing that I changed, the only thing that I changed was my mindset. I started changing my mindset and the opportunities started coming in. The settlement checks. I I had like freaking three settlement checks in one year out of nowhere. (laughs) I actually want to say it's probably more than that. I think it was like five or something. I don't know. But in the span of like two years, I had all this money come in out of nowhere, out of the blue. And uh, yeah, so that's how it works. Um, So I hope you got so much out of this episode. It was so fun talking to you and hanging out. Uh, Please come back next week. Leave me a review. And if you would like to get that money energy flowing, you can leave a donation and anchor for me. I would love that. If you want to make my day, like leave a donation. I will fucking freak out. Okay. So thank you so much for being here with me today and definitely come join us for Money Honey Masterclass. We're going to be diving into your inner world and start healing those beliefs that it, that is going to that's pushing away your wealth, okay? You don't need to do that. Let's get that money mindset right so you can start enjoying money. This is going to be such a magical event. I mean, what's more powerful than women? who have financial clout and are chasing their dreams. Not one thing on this planet. I love you so much, you money queen. See you next week. Ta-ta for now. Thank you so much for tuning into Divine Reclamation, the podcast. Your listenership is so valued and appreciated. Take just a moment of your time to leave me a review on iTunes, preferably a gleaming five-star rating. (laughs) Share it with your friends, post it to your social media. Every effort helps me continue sharing information, love, and support to women out there who need it. It takes just a moment of your time, but it helps me tremendously. Thank you again and see you next week.